advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Hi. Got me a footstool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's comfy. Oh yeah. To like comfy. kick back on, like you have your legs extended. Oh yeah. Your, oh, knee, yeah. your knees are straight. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they're kind of slightly angular. Oh, yeah. Slightly ajar. Skew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> skew. I hear yeah. skew. I, I think of like a barcode. A skew. Not, yeah. Not like yeah. off a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. SKU, not SK. Because you're off a bit. Mm-hmm. I have a multi. I'm able to produce multi uh, dimensions in my brain, so I think of both at the, at same, the same time, time. Nice. like a crooked barcode. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the skew, yeah, the yeah, skew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't want to thank uh, Robin Ferguson for sending me a pizza stone. Did we talk about that yet? I don't think we did. I think no. we did. I don't think, I think we, we did. did. Did we? Yeah, because you talked about time. Wheel of Time. Maybe, maybe uh, we, we talked about it. We talked about maybe it. We, did. we talked about it. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, didn't we though? Because I was there last time when we talked about how big the bag was. And yeah, odds are we did on the show if we talked about it with you. Yeah. But anyway, I just, that bag's if, if I didn't, I want to thank her. It was a very thoughtful gift, and I also want to thank uh, El Capitan Salsa uh, for making delicious salsa. Hmm. Um, so. Oh yeah, he posted the yeah. the three jars that he made for you. Yeah, it's really good. So if you if you're local to the Bakersfield area, you can email El Capitan Salsa seventeen at gmail dot com for some of the. It is He's it's the Instagram. best pico de it's the best pico de gallo I've ever had. It's so good, and I took I took my whole jar and dumped it into a crock pot and threw in some soy riso and some uh, beans and just let it cook down into chili. Yeah, um, that's what I do with that stuff in the chili. Yeah, because like you had oh, said that God. you had said that that's oh. what you did. I kind the next time I do it though I'm probably gonna get it I'm probably gonna get the salsa mild because it's really got some heat. To oh, you it. got medium. Yeah, I got medium. yeah, I get medium. Time, I like a little heat. Yeah, I like I like the medium as a salsa, but once it cooked down into that into that, uh, but Try I also added heat. I added El Yucateco into uh, it as yeah. well, yeah, yeah. but not a ton, not a ton because I usually don't. I usually add heat at the very end because I want to okay. taste what's happening. Um, but no, just when the jalapeno cooked down, it really, it really did a did a number on me. It's good, but good. it's it's spicier than I would normally have made it. I would say. Yeah. Man, but, I went um, to uh, Mexican food the other night, and I took the kids, and uh, they had uh, it's La Cabana, and it's close to me. It's on White Lane, and mm-hmm. uh, man, their their salsa. I know they that. Had. I know that family. Yeah, man, the salsa they had, and their salsa is always decent. You know what I mean? It's never bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like that night. 
it was just oh my gosh i just couldn't i couldn't stop eating it, it was, was spicy yeah oh dude it was hot and it was just like i kept eating it and i was like wow i was like this is really really good so yeah i'm not i'm not enough said before i'm not a super um like salsa guy you know what i mean but uh right i do right. i do enjoy i love you know things that are good when it's good salsa, it's good yeah. you know when it's good it's good <clears throat> yeah like how you teco it's like it's, how you could teco hot sauce and by the way good. and i've it's mentioned it before but i'll mention it again um, if you haven't checked out their YouTube channel, uh, float on over to the El Yucateco YouTube channel. They've got some really cool recipes. They just posted a recipe for uh, barbecue sauce, um, and I'm gonna oh, admit it: Cobra, like, Cobra, Sweet Baby Rays, and Black. Because mm. I normally just buy Sweet Baby Rays and call it a day, um, but which is about. I'll say 85 to 90 percent as good as like the barbecue sauce I used to make at home. And it's like, rather than do all this stuff and cook it down for two hours, I can just buy a fucking bottle of Sweet yeah. Baby Ray's. And he signs every El bottle. But, um, <laughs> and he signs every bottle. But this one he that does. El Yucateco makes uh, that they cook down, I was like, okay, no, I need to do that. I need to fucking cook down some barbecue sauce with some El Yucateco in it. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the YouTube channel and, and watch it, there's there's a lot on there. And uh, their their barbecue sauce recipe looks yeah, fucking Don't forget about point. King Cobra. No, you, if you miss out on the King Cobra, hmm. yeah, it really. Adds I saw some at the store the other day. I thought about when I, I think it was when I went to go get those whistle pigs. I was like, man, that'd be a great contrast if we all had a King Cobra and the whistle pig. Pack. Dude, King Cobra is good, dude. Like it, it's actually really. <laughs> I don't think we can get Dave <laughs> to do it again. Good, like man. I would totally drink a forty with you, but I think Dave wouldn't. No, do not a forty. No, I could a can. No, you get like a, even. You know, a, I probably wouldn't even drink a. I would cans. drink a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think you'd be surprised. Like well, you haven't we, had we can, malt we can, liquor. We can pour a forty. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, the the thing about it is, it almost tastes compared to whiskey. It tastes watered down. You know what I mean? Like it's a very watered down. Oh, for sure. Like smooth flavor. Like it's just kind of like eh. I guess, yeah, it's kind of got a little beer taste, like, yeah, it's kind of kind of thin. So I don't know. I, I think I remember us getting pretty trashed off that King Cobra episode, right? Were you? Did yeah, I think so. Yeah, we drank King Cobras, and yeah, people started taking pictures and posting and no, buying the, and uh, was liquor it? store. Yeah, you had to yeah, find a liquor yeah. store with bars on the window. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the episode wasn't about King Cobra, though. No, no, no. no. Just the episode in which we yeah. partook in King yeah. Cobra. I mean, you could have told me we did an episode on King Cobra. and I, <laughs> I would have oh, believed okay. it, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I think I think we could say we've done anything. We're like, no, I don't that think was, so. That was right after Conan O'Brien. No, we have. What? Yeah, yeah. Did we do Conan O'Brien? Yeah. I, mean, I think we did. No. Yeah. That's a good t- people, good <laughs> people, someone commented, they're like, on our post, they were like, it wasn't the fact that you forgot that you did Jim Carrey. It was your insistence upon... The fact not that having definitely didn't do it. Definitely didn't do it. <laughs> definitely yeah. didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. We're almost at 600, gentlemen. We're <laughs> a know. couple of episodes away. Someone was trying to make a recommendation. We've been so damn busy. We have nothing special planned. No, we have nothing They're special planned. They're like, let's we'll do D&D. And I was like, 600, I can't do D&D. No. Like, Brad has like, gone. That's involved. Like, no, I don't. That'll be next I mean, week. At this it? point, 600. It's like 1,000. No, a 1,000 will be like, that's, you know, that's the, that's the mark. You know what I mean? That's, that's the. the that's the Joe Rogan, you know what I mean? That guy's on like what two thousand episodes, like yeah, or whatever, like twenty seven hundred. That's all he I, does, though. I, I would have to say, like the amount of podcasts that make it to a thousand is probably a very small percentage. Oh yeah. So, yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Even you. even six hundred, like three hundred is like a big number. Like mm-hmm. you know, two, yeah. three, four hundred, like that's a lot. Like five hundred, six hundred episodes, a fucking lot. But that's you not know. even counting our fucking bonus episodes. Yeah, no, with no, no, episodes, we're well over. Yeah, we're 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 yeah, well on crazy. our way to eight hundred episodes yeah. total. <clears throat> Um, 
you know, but I mean, because we're what? Or little we're, we're at 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 just the Q and A episodes that are numbered, not including the titled episodes. Um, we're right? we're over one fifty. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be over one fifty. So seven. Um, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be seven fifty <laughs> to seven. <laughs> like I mean, there might be about t- ten to twenty episodes that aren't labeled, right. you know, Q and A episodes. So, yeah, it, it's up there. I mean, we're we're up there close to we're getting close to eight hundred. We're getting total. There. So yeah, it's a it's a good number. Good job, gentlemen. So we also like to thank our patrons. Um, uh, you appreciate what we've done. You keep listening and we keep talking and we keep thanking you for it. So we're uh, going back into the archives and making sure mm-hmm. that we give all of you your shout outs. So yeah. we're starting. And I really enjoy, I really enjoy the, the other, other people who are, who are um, asking people, you know, Hey, who isn't a patron? I'll pay for your year. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's that, super awesome. That's really, that's super cool. Like that's, that's really like a, cool. I mean, I'm too selfish to do that. I'm not doing that. You buy your own. Buy <laughs> it's twelve dollars, Brad. It's twelve dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. No, I'm not yeah. doing it. No. So you could also support. No, but I one think patron. it's really cool. We could do that. You could like adopt a patron. Like yeah, yeah. for one dollar a month, we could save a patron. Program. Yeah. yeah. That's um, funny. We have so to find some starving ass pictures of them. The first. <laughs> that's not of, hard to do. No, have you that's seen these not people? hard to do. Yeah. The first of our shout outs goes to. Um, I really like this name, Rochelle Michelle. Oh mm-hmm. shit. That sounds like exactly, dude. That sounds like a like like oh, they shit. like on Friday nights they're at the cellar, yeah. and they're doing uh, and it's like it's really his name's Michael, and like he's doing you know drag queen. Oh, so he's a tall black drag, man. Yeah, that is tall a, black that man. Is a muscular. Good drag queen name. Yeah, Rochelle that's Michelle. Great, that's a great drag queen. Name. Yeah, that's that's what I I mean immediately. Yeah, I might have met him. I thought it was you know a song I mean? from the police. Well, like thank it. you, Rochelle Michelle. You're beautiful inside and out. Yes. Next, we have Pig's Eye Pottery. I that's don't a, think that's, that's a, a name. Real no, name. it might be. I think it they took be. advantage of a of a ready resource. Podcast. You know what I mean? There's lots of bacon in the world, but the pig's yeah. eye just goes to waste. You know yeah. what I mean? So what do they do that's with all true. the pig's eyes? What you is never the pig's heard eye? About is what it the eyeball the or is the it the, I don't think it's that. I think the pig's eye is the, the butthole. What if it is that person's name? Their parents no. hated him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last name Pottery. The last name's Pottery. Yeah. Like, what should we name our son? Pig's eye. No, yeah, I'm under the impression yeah, that they pig's have, eye pottery. They have a company and their, their pottery is I mean, composed of pig's eyes. I mean, when, it, when the baby was coming out, it might look like the pig's eye. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, you ever, if you've ever had the special occasion to watch a baby come out of the hole. <laughs> it is kind of ocular, I would say. It could be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, there's the roundness well, coming ocular. out of. Well, the, if it had like yeah. a like the hair was in an angle or something, you know, it kind of looked like a pig's eye. You know, that's what like the, the pottery, name was. Huh? You know? Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I think it's potpourri. Pig's eye potpourri. Pig's eye potpourri. Yeah, that sounds Either way, way thank you, pig's eye potpourri. We appreciate yes. you. Thank you. And then we have uh, I'm this looking is up great. <laughs> Z- Zeus Bohorquez. What the fuck? That's Last a, name O J O R Q U E Z. That's a that's a confused ass Mexican. I think it's a fucking hot shit uh, up and coming WWE wrestler. Zeus Bohorquez. 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 He's like a fucking motherfucker. Mexican Greek god. His beard game better be on fucking point, dude. Yeah. 
You yeah, better have carry around some yeah, sort of spear by the beard of Zeus. Like he needs to bring that game. The Horquez. What the fuck kind of name is that? I've never. I all all the fuck I haven't heard, either, dude. I've never heard that name. Zeus Bohorquez. I found Pig's Eye Pottery. Make some legit shit. It's yeah. Oh, do cool. they? Yeah. Like, look at that. I think oh, Brad. I think you'd cool. be into it, Brad. Yeah, really? that's pretty cool. What, I like pottery. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. No, you're mm-hmm. a fucking pig. Yeah. Huh. yeah. They make pig pottery. Yeah, get off no. the pot. So thank you, Zeus Bohorquez. Thank you, Pig's Eye Pottery. Thank you, Rochelle Michelle. Um, if you want to become a patron, it's just a dollar a month uh, to to get on on the ground floor. You get the bonus episodes every single week. If you uh, upgrade that shit, you get everything from <laughs> T-shirts to whiskey glasses to all kinds of cool stuff. Um, as long so, as you check your messages. And as make long sure as you check your messages. So, so yeah. go to uh, patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast to look at all the details. There's different levels and you do get some cool shit at higher levels. Cool T-shirts that yeah. nobody else gets, et cetera. Um, ID cards, the whole the whole deal. It's all it's. And all then there's running the running stuff too. Like we talked about last episode, somebody not getting their 200 glass, which is uh, a marker. And mm-hmm. there's the 500 club. Uh, there's the 69 club. Uh, there's all those all all kinds of different little things the that, different that little happen. Clubs yeah. In there, yeah. So not only are you getting stuff when you sign up, or have been you know if you've been a member for a while, um, Brent gift that keeps Brent will giving. send out yeah random you know pins and stickers and. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, um, you yeah, know, we we've given out prizes like the- and actually like we, we've been, we've been, uh, not giving out prizes as of late, which we need to, we've been talking about getting back on and doing so, um, which There's is just random. If you're a Patreon, there, yeah. uh, if you're a patron, you're picked at random and, uh, you, you just get something in the mail, you know? So it's kind of, yeah, we did a bunch know, of, cool of just but- giving back buttons. Uh, this last round, I got a new, uh, exclusive sticker yeah. going out this round for top tier patrons. And you think like, oh, button, like, oh, whatever, like a lot of, a lot of work goes into this stuff. You know what I mean? All the stuff yeah. that has to be done. Um, yeah. so to, to organize shipping out, you know, a, a stack of buttons in the mail and, and also doing, you know, decanters and glasses and getting boxes, um, you know, uh, etched and, and, you know, laser cut and all that stuff. Um, you know, a yeah, lot of work crazy, goes in. Man. That's a lot of work. So there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. So if you are waiting, uh, we do appreciate it. Um, but it's not. Uh, it doesn't just probably, happen. It's it probably just also happen. your own goddamn fault for not responding because right. I do not yeah. ship it unless I talk. You to can you, tell so Brent. Brent check. has a quarrel with that, yes. you know. So and yeah, so CJ Laser for helping with all yeah, that fuck yeah. And and even if you've been a patron and you you quit, um, you know you couldn't you provide you know Patreon. There's people anymore. that are uh, 200 uh, you, club. You'll still like get, just cancel. Yeah, and I still send it. Yeah, you 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 made it. You made it to the mark. Um, and and we're, we're we honor you know what we're doing. So. We appreciate you at, at any level and at any time, you know, um, don't think, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a hard patch and you can't, you know, give us money, you know, take care of your life. You know, we're not, yeah. we're not here, you know, trying to bum off of you. So we'll we appreciate be, we'll you be here when you're back on your feet. Yep. We appreciate you. Do you see the, the thing about Dave soul on Facebook? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. They were arguing if, if Dave had a soul, oh, if, ginger. if black men's have soul yeah, and gingers have no soul. You know, what, what about Dave? You know, and I, oh, I said, true. and his mom, his mom was a witch also. I, right. I said, I don't think you had a chance yeah. at having a soul. And you can't yeah. steal those at Walmart. They don't even sell. No, soul. no. Mm-hmm. If, if I, I don't glow, if yeah, I don't have a soul, it, it, it explains a lot about my behavior and my emotional affect. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. It but you wouldn't be you with a soul. You'd be a completely right. different person. That's right. I didn't tell you guys, uh, the other night when we left, I, I wanted to settle my Taco Bell Del Taco debate. 
and I went to both drive throughs and I got <laughs> I got a red burrito and a green burrito from each drive through. Is that all? Yeah. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Did you want to know the result? Is that all? Mm-mm. Yeah. Will that be it? Mm-hmm. He's feeling the taco about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So what what was the <laughs> conclusion? That was awesome. That's There's nothing all. else, yeah. No, actually, what was it? Taco Bell stepped their game up, and Del Taco stepped their game down. That oh, night. that weird. night! Like, oh, yeah, the a, night before, oh, the, wow. like I went to Taco Bell, they gave me some bitch ass burritos that were like fit uh, in the palm of your fucking mm-hmm. hand. It's like, who's take working. a picture. It's ridiculous. And then yeah. I went to Del Taco the next night, and it was like giant ass burritos. Like the bag weighed like yeah. three pounds. Of that burritos. is one thing that I that I'll say. Like whatever fast food restaurant you go to, fast food restaurants pride themselves at consistency, no matter where you are, unless you're getting fucking Del Taco or Taco Bell. Yeah, it's just yeah, a roll of fucking dice. I had yeah. two items in the same bag. I got the 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 spicy potato tacos or whatever. They're uh, like a dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I opened one and it had four chunks of potatoes in it, like some a pinch of shredded cheese, uh, uh, haphazard lettuce, and some fucking sauce squirted across it. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I almost wanted to call over a dollar taco. Yeah. Right. Then I opened the next one and it was fucking heavenly. It was like, oh my god, trumpet yeah, the sounded, same, the same light one. shined yeah. down, yeah. and I was like, this looks like the fucking picture, and the yeah, other one yeah. looked like someone curb stomped it. Like, dude, I, I had a, I almost had a Carl's Jr. moment moment at Taco Bell. We were like out by the grapevine and uh, doing some work up the hill, and and I heard uh, it through there, yeah. One time. And uh, mm-hmm. we stopped at the TA, and they have a Taco Bell in there, so it's like one of those weird, you know what I mean? Stuff your yeah, stuff yeah. your Should burrito full one, yeah. shit, you know? No, it was it was good. Like the the food was good. The problem was, was I ordered two bean burritos and I ordered a crunch wrap and it was $16. Why? I was like, oh my God. Well, after the, after the shock factor that I thought I was at Carl's Jr. I like, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not at Carl's Jr. Like what the fuck's happening here? I looked at the price. Burritos were $3 a piece. Oh damn. Just some kind of crunch wrap was like $6. Yeah. They just up. Yeah. It's fucking you're in the middle of nowhere. Kind of. You're like at a truck stop. Like, oh, that's weird. I've never seen that. Yeah. So it's fucking, it's like you're in Vegas or something, you know, where food's just crazy. I just get mad too. Like when they just don't try, like the last time we got a red burrito, the fucking, there was more sauce on the outside of the burrito than inside. Oh yeah. That motherfucker was like, how fucking retarded are you? You can't wrap a fucking burrito. I always figure out like, I, I try and figure out like, it's it's almost like a like a fucking Sudoku puzzle or something like <laughs> when they wrap the fucking burrito right and all of the fucking all of the sour cream and sauce is at the bottom. How the yeah. fuck does that even happen? Right. Well, they rolled it. I don't it's understand it. They roll- I do. It's a stripes. It's hor- they rolled it horizontally. Why would you do that? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. It, yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. So every bite has equal ingredients. Right? Yes. I used to or, think I mean, Chipotle, at least close. Like, I would, like, I want them to toss the burrito at Chipotle so that doesn't happen sometimes. Like, <laughs> put everything in a bowl. Toss it around a couple times, then put in tortilla and roll it up, and then everything yeah. would be super consistent. But that might yeah. change things too, though. So I, I don't, don't know. know. If you're going to Chipotle, so. you could just get a bowl and then tell them you want a tortilla. I don't wrap my own true. shit. Mm-hmm. I have Damn, to stir you it. That bowl's like, you can't. You can't stir a bowl and fuck. You have two bowls and an extra okay. tortilla, so I could be at the fucking table shaking shit and getting rice on the uh, floor. You're just trying to roll just, my own burrito. You're just difficult. I'm just assuming you're going home. Fucking moo moo cow milk. I don't <laughs> get shit and go home. If I'm gonna go get it, I just eat it there. Wow. Yeah. Damn. You got, you got fucking doorknobs, angry bro. about it, too. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my, my meat. Yeah, he did. Up. He got really... Uh, I really pushed Moo-moo a button on him. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm fuck fucking that get shit. food and go really home. You think I buy button. food for my family? Fuck that shit. <laughs> fucking idiot. Don't throw a fit. I pushed God a button. Damn. Source of half my fucking fights is fast food. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to beat up drive-thru people. Okay, so our topic today, and this is... It's come up before, and we've never done it, and I feel like this is a topic... That's going to spawn other topics. For sure. Like I think there's a lot of 
there's a lot of things in here that could be done as their own topic. Uh, we're talking about punk rock. I also want to say if you're like, if you love punk rock, like this, like fucking get over it before we even start. Yeah. So one thing I was going to say was like, there are certain topics that are like sacred ground and like Harley was one of those things where I was like, fuck, and we're going to get a bunch of fucking messages. Like, and we actually got like biker messages like, bro, you got that right. You guys fucking nailed it. I was like, wow, really? Like, fuck, that's impressive. (laughs) And so when like we picked punk, I was like. God damn, and there's not enough time in the fucking world. Because people you didn't even mention fucking misfits. You didn't even mention fucking circle jerks. Like, yeah, right. that you know why? Because we're fucking punk rock fucking podcasts. Do what the fuck we want when we want. <laughs> so you can fuck off right now. <laughs> and on that though, I watched like fucking five documentaries, man. And I am not. We are going to forget your fucking favorite band for the rest. Yeah. We will there's not some weird. Them. There's yeah. some weird band that's fucking in that's the what town. Punk is. That's nobody ever heard of them. And that's Definitely fine. You can't be mad about it. Like yeah. if you want everybody to know, they're fucking Papa Roach. Yeah, you know what I mean. And just and so we're just doing we're doing a broad coverage of. I mean, I'm I'm more interest I'm more interested in punk rock as a social movement than I am as for sure punk as yeah. a as a musical. Yeah, I, and I'm gonna tell you right thing. now. And, and there's there's not a lot mad. of there's not a lot of musical scenes that I think are like that. I think hip hop and punk are unique. In that I they agree. bring with them a style and a music. Yeah. Like you look at all, no, I guess country, I mean country, I guess country and country regular country rock and there. roll too. You know what I mean? Like Hip-hop, regular rock and sty- roll. There's there's style and clothing and, yeah. and dress behind every music. Well, I'm I mean, reggae. Reggae is going to have that. their own. You know, I guess that's yeah. true. I guess that's yeah. True. They're they're most most musics that aren't like a blend of music are going to have. I mean, even fucking insane clown posse is a break off of hip hop and right. fucking they have their own shit. You know what I mean? So. But I, I, I really I dislike punk rock music as a whole. I really? don't like it. Yeah. You don't like, it's like the terrible. Ramones? Like, like no, fucking I fucking hate. Shit. No, I hate wow. the Ramones. Well, here's I, I just here's dislike other, it. Here's the other thing, though. Like my my pre-research definition and assumption of what bands are punk rock and my post-research definition an acknowledgement of what yeah. bands have changed radically. Yeah. There are bands that everything I read said, this is one of the most important bands in punk rock. And I'm like, that's punk rock. Never like I them. never yeah. would have, no, I've heard of them. Heard I never them. in a million wasn't years wasn't would have related, said yeah. that was punk rock. Well, I even yeah. messaged like, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy D to be like, yo, like help me out here. G- give me a couple recommendations on what to watch for punk. Cause I know right. he's a fan. And he's like, Oh, what about buddy Holly? I was like, buddy Holly. Like not expecting that to come out. Like, yeah, no a lot of a lot of the stuff. Holly, like, well, we've we've encountered this before, where a lot of the stuff for a certain music type was was a derivative of of something else. You know what well, I mean? It's because he's like, like hip hop. Hip hop ran off of something else. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's, well, his it's point. Not, his point was this: is that I guess like Buddy Holly's first album, he was like the first artist to get complete creative control because they accidentally released his shit before it went through the fucking right channels. Yeah, and so his record got distributed with like complete like. It's like the DIY of punk rock. Like we're gonna record yeah, yeah. this shit in our fucking garage, and we are going to sit here and hand cut the fucking album fucking covers right. and fold them and tape them, yeah. and then they won't play it on the radio and they won't sell it in the record store. So we're gonna go to our show and fucking hand these things out. Yeah, like the DIY of it is, I guess, right. why it was rooted at the Buddy Holly level because it goes way back. Like people yeah. will say, like proto punk, pre punk. And it just fucking goes to influence from influence to this to was it in fucking the UK? Did it start here? And yeah, then who, you find out there the was some fucking cool yeah. band called Death that did it fucking two years yeah, before exactly. the Ramones. Like, so, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. And we had tough. talked about We're that gonna, before because we did the Ramones, right? We got a, did, I don't know. 
I don't know if we did. I don't, I don't think we did. Um, David no. Kinshiro said as a resident punk, he's on the live feed. He said, no one should care. Otherwise, they're not punks. Nice. Yeah. Which is a solid statement. However, yeah, yeah. Henry Rollins was like, punks are so narrow minded that they would fucking be like against other people because like, well, man, your song went over three minutes. What is this fucking free bird? Yeah. And then they would start judging right. you for yeah, your own yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. like, oh, how many straight pins can you get on there? Like, nice mohawk, bro. It's like, is that what punk looks that's like? Because it's all that, fight club on you. And, you know? and that's that's one of those things where like when something gets popular, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Like, look, sure. E- even Magic the Gatherings that way. I was on Reddit and fucking I comment. Somebody asked a fucking opinion. Like, hey, what do you do? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, you know, this is something. And fucking, I ended up being a target because of yeah. an opinion. And I wasn't even like being mean. I was just like, oh, this is something I do. And they're like, right. what the fuck? You're a fucking bad guy. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, fucking, I, I saw a like, thing. It was like, given the every a long group gets timeline, like that. Yeah. Uh, given a long enough timeline, like in the punk movement, three years and you're done. Like, yeah. it was like everybody eventually was a poser. Like, yeah. because like you fell into right. this genre, it wasn't right. cool anymore. You just can't keep up with it. So musically, it's, it's very interesting to me because it's, uh, it tends to be, um, in a way, it tends to be very similar to what grunge ended up doing, which is it's rebelling against the the main music of the day. So yeah, the mainstream. We have people yeah. that are you know like huge arena rock, the Rolling Stones, the Who, Led Zeppelin. Like this is what's out there at the day. Very refined, big you know sellout national arena kind of places. So the reaction to that, the counter reaction to that is, is punk rock. Playing underground, is, playing, playing fucking, in underground you know, clubs. Yeah. Like, you know, if you'd never even heard of it, that's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that become, that becomes the reaction. And, and like Brent said, it's a very DIY ethic, you know, like a lot of them, like one joke, you know, that I read that a lot of people had back in the early punk rock days was that you would come up with a name and a style. Um, for your band before any of you learned how to play an instrument yeah because that's so why it sounds like the, shit so many of the punk rock bands yeah. just didn't even know how to play music um but in but, order to be uh, punk rock you needed the music yeah 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 there was some magazine quote that like this is one chord this is a second chord here's a third chord start a band right like that was the whole thing right. it was like three fucking chords all downstrokes yep. and you can fucking do it yeah i just i and really like that's one of my biggest like i i get it i i have the appreciation for it i understand you know it, it created and, and there's a lot of things that spawned off of it and and it is what it is but like punk as a whole like it offends my eardrums you know i, what like I mean like actually like, i, I, I like watching all these documentaries like, I, I was like oh i would check it. that out there was no, a bunch i like of shit. i like more of it before i researched i felt like brad does right now and after, because while I was researching, I kept like, oh, I don't really know that band. And I would stop and listen to a couple of the songs I mean, on YouTube. Uh, and I was like, oh, I kind of dig that. That's actually kind of cool. Like I, und- my, my research made me, I had a much more narrow vision of what yeah. punk rock was in my mind. Yeah. And once I saw what everyone was defining as punk rock and I saw all these other bands involved and then looked at those bands. Because some of yeah. them I'd never really heard of and or I, never listened I, I, to. I, had, and I was like, I oh, these friends. are actually, these are pretty good bands. Like, this is a good song, you know? Yeah, and I've had, I had friends and, and you know, they had, you know, I used to have friends. I don't anymore. Um, but, like, they, you know, a lot of them did listen. Like, we did, we did, you know, either hardcore or metal or whatever, you know, like, and, like, we were in bands and stuff and we sucked. But, um, you know, they would listen to punk and, you know, like, part of that influence is I, I listen to, there's, there's groups that are now, like hardcore or metal or whatever you want to call them that like they were a punk singer or they were, you know what I mean? That's where their bass and roots were from. Um, but I, I really like, I've never, 
And I'm not saying it's 100%. I'm not saying like, oh, I, there's every single song I hate, every band I hate. Like that's that's not what I'm saying. I just I I don't I I dislike most like if you were to come up and show me like, oh hey, here's some punk. I'm going to be like, mm, I just can't get into it. Can't do it. I can I can I worked it. at I worked at PetSmart with a bunch of fucking dudes that loved punk. So like yeah. that's kind of how I got interested <laughs> to it. It was like in the like 96 or something. I was like way late to the, the punk punk game, but like they list like the dude, one dude had like Fugazi sprayed in spray paint across the side of his fucking yeah. car. You know what I mean? And they, and then they did every year. Those guys did a misfits cover show at Jerry's pizza and they stole all the fucking spike collars from uh pet smart to fucking dress up and shit. You know, right, like yeah, the right. spike dog collars yeah, yeah. out of the fucking cabinet. And then like, I took a drum lessons from one of the guys there, Joel, and uh, my first lesson was Blitzkrieg Bop. That's how, that's how I learned nice. how to play a drum beat was Blitzkrieg Bop. Yeah. He yeah. stood there on the guitar, played that, and then I learned. And that's that was the first song I learned. Yeah. And I think Joel, uh, he was a drummer, correct? That's what you said? Yeah, Joel Stallings, yeah. Okay, I know who that is, yeah. So, so, okay, so But a lot of so, stuff in Bakersfield, people know each other. Like, it's like... Yeah, true. It's like... So looking at the at the history, most of the things that I saw, sort of, which this, I didn't know, this was surprising to me, they pinpoint the mid 60s, mid to late 60s in Detroit as being sort of the beginning of the music that most people call punk. And again, you might. There's have arguments. A different, yeah, There's whatever. Arguments. But most of the articles that I read pointed to this, and they said that in the late 60s, um, the Stooges came out of Detroit, which was Iggy Pop's band. And I mm-hmm. definitely know Iggy Pop and like Iggy Pop. Um, and he's a trip, man. Like, who does that? Who moves like that? Who acts like that? <laughs> no, like, out of fucking no, that's completely original. Like, yeah, you know, it's almost like sure. weird Mick Jagger esque at first, yeah. but then just fucking totally no. different. Now he's kicking people in the audience. Well, it's weird. Yeah, and it's, it's It's like the G.G. Allen stuff. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's fucking doing, nobody's shitting on no. themselves. No. On the stage. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Although like, I do have in my notes a quote from one of, I don't remember who the fuck said it, but they're like, man, he's like, He's like, uh, we used to sneak into hotel rooms just so we could shit in the beds. People just don't do stuff like that anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. I was like, yeah. God damn. Because I watched um, American, Hard- American Hardcore, which was good. That Jimmy uh, recommended that. And the other one I watched is The Other F Word. And that one's really cool. If you're into punk or you're, even if you're not, it was a good watch because The Other F Word was family. And it was mm. punk rockers that grew up and their dads now. Right. So it was fucking like, it was just people from like Sex Pistols and a bunch of fucking crazy shit, even like Blink-182 pop punk. Um, and they were showing like, now they're dads. And he's like, oh, I got fucking like dicks on my arm or some shit. How yeah. do I explain that to my four-year-old? You know right. what I mean? Right. And like, yeah, but how at do that you point, try to be like, a good really parent fuck, and, and keep your yeah. same beliefs? They've, they've of, like, grown fuck up. It. Yeah. Not all of them, though. Now. Some of them were like, fuck it. Yeah. Their kid had like fucking bright green hair in kindergarten yeah. and they're like little yeah. punk rocker kids. Yeah. And the one guy showed up to like the, the, the teacher like a conference and he had a shirt that said like fuck the police or something because yeah. he didn't even give it a second thought. It's right. just like, that's it's Thursday. I'm getting dressed. Yeah. And yeah. that's just that guy. He doesn't even think about the fact that yeah. shirt says fuck right. on it. Right. So mid sixties, Detroit, the Stooges come out of there and a group called MC five comes out of there and they're crude. They're political. Um, their concerts are very often violent with very violent mosh pits, disturbing things done on stage, etc. Did you see the and singer then, for MC5? That motherfucker looks like Christopher Walken with a yeah, gap. Yeah. <laughs> a weird looking yeah, dude, man. Was. Um, <laughs> then at the same time, um, like those two bands were starting in Detroit, and then uh, the Velvet Underground was starting, um, which was Lou Reed's band in uh, New York, which I didn't, I never knew this about the Velvet Underground. Um, was, and I love Lou Reed, 
Like I like the Velvet Underground actually. I but I don't I don't know. I guess I never consider I never thought of them as punk for some reason. And I don't know why. Well, I mean, I think it's most, also some of it's in like the fucking the opinion of the observer. Like yeah. there's still argument. Yeah, you know right. I mean? exactly. Like, exactly. That's not but, punk. Or, and yeah. like Lou Reed, even like a couple of years ago, was doing tracks on Gorillaz albums right. and you know uh, cool stuff. But yeah, uh, I didn't know that they were managed by fucking Andy Warhol. Yeah, I saw some shit like, about that. They said crazy, that he played dude. a huge part. Um, in the way that like punk was visualized, yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah, he was like one of the designers. There's a like bunch of him and a guy him, from. Well, I guess we'll if talk you, about him later, but you, a guy from England like had a lot to do with the way punk mm-hmm. ended up looking. Yeah, and I guess know? I guess if you're looking at somebody who's rebellious, you know what I mean. Like Andy Warhol was that for painting, you know, for artwork, you for know, sure, hundred so, percent uh, for you know design, you know. So that he was that same counterculture. Yeah, you know, fuck with what came before me. So yeah, yeah. Velvet Underground uh, and Nico comes out in 1967. The Stooges self-titled album, The Stooges, and MC5's Kick Out the Jams come out in 1969. So these are kind of the the precursors to to big punk. Um, and uh, New York in the 70s really starts to set the scene. So um, in New York, we have. Uh, all kinds of bands that start to hit the scene. We've got the Ramones, uh, Wayne County, Johnny Thunders, the Heartbreakers, uh, Blondie and the Talking Heads, which again, I was like, huh, wouldn't have well, put, wouldn't have put Blondie and the Talking Heads in punk rock category, but every like article the, that it, I read. It's the merger to New Wave is why. Yeah. Because it is. They're like crossing over. It is. Because I almost like, I think of, yeah, I, th- I guess I think of Blondie as new wave slap. Like she was like in the club scene. She was like down down with like early hip hop. Like she was. Yeah, and, I, and, and I, it's a good looking woman. Yeah, she was like in the fuck. She was the music scene right. in the seventies. You know, but it was it was like the music was different than what was out there. You know what I mean? So it probably just fit into the Maybe. you know this is a rebellious. You know what I mean? Rebellious category. You know, like what what right. she's doing was going against the grain. And, and, and I guess it part it's of okay, it. Okay, you know. They Part even gave David is, Bowie a lot of credit just for not the music yeah, so much, they like did. maybe a few songs, but his look, fuck, they showed some video and I was like, oh my God, like I've seen some crazy David Bowie shit, but he's wearing like knee high boots and like a fucking weird space dress. Like, yeah. God damn. I it's like that Marilyn that. Manson, you know, like he's wearing totally, fucking, man. you know, And then they show like shit. sex pistols like, like, oh, that looks very Bowie. Like they got yeah. the fucking this like yeah. pink hair fucking like yeah. he looks a ton like Bowie. And I think, I, I guess I'm like... There's a particular type which will come later in the episode, but there's a particular type that they that they'll call like American hardcore punk. Um, and I think uh, when I think of punk, I think that's what I think of. So when I hear these other bands, and I'm like, that's like that's such a different style of music that I've never considered at all to be punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think too, I, like the hardcore is more just strict. Like, no, fuck that. Like we're not going to be lumped into a category with like this more poppy punk or silly punk. It's like softer. giving this shit. Yeah, like, it's a softer, right. yeah, they, soft rock and hardcore. They, they want to be like, you know? we are, we are this. And like yeah, yeah, by yeah. definition, yeah. like, and I think, I again, think that's trying to the, be different, trying to separate. For you sure. Know? 
for sure from what came ahead of them, even though it was like ahead of them by maybe a not year even or trying two. to be different, but trying not to be the same or considered yeah. the same yeah. as the other category. Like, like, no, we're not with those fucking guys. And, that, and that's that. where you get the the criticism from. You know what I mean? Within within the music itself, you know, like um, that's what Henry Rollins said too. Like, so yeah. narrow minded thinking, like that you yeah. go against yourself. Like, you know, yeah. like instead you of embracing and, everybody and like helping everybody, it was you're, or you're trying to act like you don't give a down. fuck about anything, but obviously yeah. you do give a fuck. Like, you yeah. give a fuck that people think you give a fuck right like yeah, that's right. what that's the problem like it circles but you can't give a fuck about <clears throat> nothing because ultimately yeah. you you want everyone to know that you don't give a fuck and you really care about that that image of right. not giving a fuck right so <clears throat> one thing that that came up in new york was in 1971 there was a band named actress um and they got a new singer called david johansson and they formed a, a band called the new york dolls and um they were there was a guy named Malcolm McLaren um who kind of did what Andy Warhol did with the Velvet Underground. He was sort of managing and styling um this particular group, and he thought they were really gonna catch on and that he was gonna set the tone of the New York punk scene, but it didn't quite work out. And again, like looking at a lot of these things, like I don't know how many people out there, I don't know if you guys even know about a singer named Buster Poindexter. Mm. he's kind of like a watered down version of Tom Waits, like a like a weird guy. Hard. To, he, he had like a, a little brief stint in the eighties where he did a couple of, or he did that song hot, hot, hot. That sounds familiar. Hot, hot, hot. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was him, but yeah. his name is that's David like Mc- not, that's not punk at all. No, no, no. Because he <laughs> went from his real name, which was David Johansson, in this punk band in 71. And then by the 80s, he rebranded himself as Buster Poindexter. And he was doing uh, stuff with like a ska slash big band kind of totally changed. Yeah. Totally different persona, totally different everything. But I was like, oh, fuck, that's Buster Poindexter. That's a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in 1974, um, <clears throat> the and put a pin in that name. Um, of Malcolm McLaren because he's going to become really important um, a little bit later. But in 1974, the Ramones, uh, Blondie and and Talking Heads all blow up. And the reason is, um, which is a club that I'm sure a lot of you have heard of and maybe you haven't, is the club CBGB. Um, You've probably seen T-shirts that just have like this unique font. Still to this day. To this day that say CBGB and then under CBGB it says OMFUG. And, um, CBG stands for that country, something country. Yeah. CBGB was a club that opened in 1973. A guy named, uh, Hilly crystal opened (laughs) it up in, in, in the East village. (laughs) Not to be confused Um, with Billy crystal. No, not to be confused with Billy crystal. So it was a biker, a biker bar that Mm. turned into a dive bar. And then he took ownership of it and he rebranded it as CBGB. And it stood for country, bluegrass and blues mm. and then the omfug stands for other music for uplifting gormandizers take it easy with your acronym sir that's too <laughs> the much fuck is a gormandizer a gormandizer is like uh <clears throat> i think a, a more popular word would be like a gourmand like someone who loves to eat good food mm. and he applied the term except music for someone who to loves audio. to consume music mm. so He's he was like he wanted it to be a country bluegrass bar, but he yeah. was open to whoever wanted to play. And then huh. um, all of a sudden, uh, the Ramones played there, 
and just blew the fucking roof off the joint. And they were immediately followed up by a, a group called Television, Patty Smith, Blondie, and the Talking Heads. And overnight, CBGB is where you go to play punk rock. It's like Jerry's Pizza. Like you know with I mean? that fucking yeah. lineup. I mean, keep in mind that fucking lineup, dude. None of them are heard of. They're right. all nobodies. But the Ramones, Patty Smith, Blondie and the Talking Heads are all playing in this guy's fucking bar before yeah. they blew up. What I definitely noticed that with a lot of that scene, like Velvet Underground and fucking all these bands, is that like almost everyone in the audience that was a punk fan also had a fucking band. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the fans of the bands were just other bands going to see those bands. And that was, was a big part. A, a it talked. It talked about the camaraderie of being in New York and being a punk. And even though. Like your music might be like Blondie's music is totally different than Patti Smith's music is totally different than the Ramones music. But at heart, they all have the same anti-institution, anti-big music. Like we're on the streets. We're they're probably fucking fucking each other, doing each other's heroin, living in each other's apartments. Yeah, they like, showed them all hang, the, the weirdest scene, crews hanging you know? out together. We're like, well, look at that's Blondie and the Ramones, like all these huge names that, you know, hanging out when they're nobody. Right. Like, yeah. Those documentaries are really cool. Like American. Jo- oh, and Joan and, Jett and the Blackhearts, yeah. Elvis Costello. Like I wouldn't call any, you know, I would never call Elvis Costello punk rock, but he was playing right alongside him and he's, he's listed in that same category. I mean, if you go, if you go to like an underground club, especially like at this point for this club, like they don't have, um, really, um, I guess, uh, standard crowd until punk comes in. You know what I yeah. mean? And then there's yeah. like, well, anybody can play here. So if there's crowds, they, if there's crowds yeah. showing up, you're going to go right. play yep. for whoever the fuck's there. You know what I mean? And I so promise these people you are showing the, up. I promise you Hilly Crystal, like <laughs> a couple, that. a couple yeah, of months into hilarious. it was like, guess we're not a country place. Fuck it. <laughs> like, this well, I bet you if a, if a fucking jeans and Mohawk, if a country band came and wanted to play, he'd be like, are you sure? Then they'd be like, right. yeah, well, yeah, partner. Right. Yeah, partner. We want to play. And he's like, all right, fuck, <laughs> get up on stage. Fucking yeah. Here we go. Yep. You know? But I, 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 I suspect he was a, cause CBGB was open until not too long ago. They shut down. Um, they were open for quite a while. Um, they shut down in the 2000s. I can't remember when I, for some reason, the year 2007 comes to mind, but that might just be because that's when the Australian pervert in the last episode hung himself. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't remember that. You know that would make sense though. On the same <laughs> yeah, day, yeah, on the exactly. same day, CBGB <laughs> closed its doors, and the yeah. serial killer fucking hung himself. Yeah. Um, and then it closed because of a rent dispute. Uh, um, in two thousand six, punk's just not as big as it was. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it ultimately, it ended up becoming just like a landmark in New York. It's like, oh, it's CBGB. Yeah. Like at a certain point, anybody would play there. Um, you walk by well, it, though, if you, you knew what it was, you, get, you want you know, to go get in. The CBGBs. It gives it yeah. Like you get the CBGBs. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but you, if, you, if you're a fan of punk or whatever and you knew about the bar, you'd want to go in and, you know, check it out for sure. For sure. It's definitely Have a, a beer there, see yeah. who's playing. Yeah. You know, but, and I promise you, even if you didn't know you've seen it, you have seen a CBGB OMFUG t-shirt in black with white lettering on it. Even with it shut down, if I went to New York again, I'd take a picture in front of that motherfucker if I knew it was close by. Right. You know? And people are still buying CBGB shirts, you know, from yeah. some fucking where, you know, in order to to do that. Um, so this is this is the scene in New York, and then in England, um, 
shit is weirder in England, right? There's a bigger uh, wealth gap. There's a lot of poverty in England at this same time, like post-World War II. Bad America tea. has had its big fucking huge boom in the 50s and 60s. So America is a very wealthy country. England has rebuilt, but they're not, you know, really back yeah. on their feet financially. No, no dentist offices for fucking no. for miles, hundreds of miles. Unemployment rates were at an all-time high. Um, oh, lost me on and the cameras. It Aww. was a bunch of uh, angry youths, basically, um, in England with no with a with a super repressive society too, right? So it's like it's like in New York, you're walking around like a punk, and you're in fucking New York, and it's like at the time Times Square was full of hookers and fucking pimps, and it's like it didn't really matter. Like it's a different society, but to be in like a super repressed England. You know, where everyone's poor and now these these youths want to rebel. The rebellion means a little bit more, I think, to the society than it would have in America. Um, so a group in 1972 uh, forms and they call themselves the Strand. Um, they uh, added a couple more members and they rechanged their name to the Sex Pistols. And this, I think, is is I think the if someone doesn't know much about punk rock, I think the Ramones and the Sex Pistols are probably the two people that float to the top. For um, sure, almost everyone knows the Ramones and Sex Pistols. Probably just because name. So did I know we talked about it before, and I'm not gonna dive into depth because I don't know a ton about it. But did you see the thing about the band Death? No, it's like three black dudes that preceded the Ramones. We, I we remember talked about this. We talked, about, talked about it before. We should probably do like even a mini episode on it because it's super fucking cool. It's some shit where basically these dudes have a band and then there's like some seven inch records that get fucking like released, but they're super fucking rare. And there's a bunch of fucking uh, of their original like dat recordings or some shit or air fucking like four track recorders in an attic. Um, and what happens is this fucking dude goes to a party, like a college party. And there's a dude that's a DJ and he's playing some shit. And he's like, Hey, what is this? And he's like, it's this band called death, man. And he fucking like grabs the album and looks on it and it's his fucking dad or some shit. Like his dad or his uncle. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Cause he hears it. And he's like, that sounds like my dad. Cause his dad's still a musician. Right. And he hears, it, he's like, what is this? Who is this? And he's like, it's this <laughs> fucking band. They're fucking badass, dude. And he hands him the fucking thing. sees the name on there, goes home and talks to his uncle or his dad. I can't remember how the story goes. He's like, oh yeah, that was us. Well, you heard that where? And it fucking re-blows back up when they're like fucking grown-ass men. That's funny. And it turns out that they were like preceded the Ramones by two years. And wow. like they did everything first. Um, and it becomes popular. And then they go back on tour. And like I think the son gets to play with them because he plays bass or guitar. Oh, that's and cool. so he tours with them and plays. That's cool. So it's a super cool fucking story. Look yeah. up look up that story. There's like a mini vice or something on it. I think there's a, a small oh, they're documentary all, about that. Did you say that. they're yeah. all brothers? Might be on Netflix. Yeah, they're all they're all brothers. Yeah, it was like something cool. Brothers like that. or brothers? No, they're brothers. All brothers. They're all it's okay. it's uh Bobby David and Dennis Hackney. Okay. Yeah. So they're brothers and brothers. Yeah. And it's a cool sound to be honest, because dude's <clears throat> voice kind of sounds I mean that people probably freak the fuck out. I said this, but his voice reminds me of Hendrix, but doing punk. It's mm -hmm. like if Hendrix sang yeah. for the Ramones or some right, shit. Right. Because it's just like I don't know, there's a soulfulness there. And like the early the early punk is a whole lot of bleed over from just straight up rock and roll. Right. You know, like you see the 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 music. Well, people say changing. it's like uh someone said something funny, I can't remember what band it was. I think it might have been fucking stooges or velvet but it was they said it was like if fucking uh chuck berry's airmobile got stripped for parts 
That's what it sounds like. They're like, if, if his fucking right. air, if his airplane got stripped right. for parts and it still tried to fly, that's what this band sounds like. Right. It's just fucking right. faster, louder, yeah. gnarlier, fucking just distorted. And I think, I mean, it just kind of dawned on me, like, I think one of the reasons that so many people have such radically different definitions of punk rock, and the reason I keep thinking about hip hop and rap with it is it's like the, the consistency, like if, if, if rap wasn't, if hip hop wasn't rapping, I think people would make many more distinctions about what's occurring within the musical styles. You know so, what I mean? Like yeah. since you rap, you're all hip hop, you're all rap right. music. Yeah. But to I, say well, that there's, there's a to say that Public though. Enemy is the same as Run DMC is the same as NWA is the same as Eminem is the same like the sound is so different in every fucking way except spoken word that you wouldn't do that with another musical style, but the content and the soul of it and the, the message comes from a similar place. And I think maybe that's what's happening with punk is it's like the music is so different, but in hip hop, you don't feel that difference because there's rapping. Does that make any so sense? Those, those categories do exist. I think it's just, we don't hear them in commonplace. So like, I just looked it up real quick. It's like boom rap, political, Cloud rap, emo rap, G-Funk, mumble rap, crunk, gangster rap, um, British hip-hop, southern hip-hop, bounce music, fucking chap-hop, jazz rap, trap music, uh, Chicano rap, uh, country rap, fuck off, uh, drill, pop rap, rap rock, old school hip-hop, alternative hip-hop, and hardcore. And there's going to be just he looked at the whitest, whitest yeah. list ever. I'm just reading off Google. <laughs> All right, give yeah. him, give, okay, go ahead off the top of your head. Put, put your fucking phone down. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, a lot of that show is just, like, fucking some old bullshit. Like, well, fucking I said fuck you to country rap. Hello. Yeah. Um, no, that's a real in, thing. Big and new, rich uh, is country I, rap. I, yeah, fuck that shit. So I see you, you love it. invite for the You love it. Little Nas X, you love him. So, 1975. Old, old, take your horse down the old road, whatever it is. You have a video invite. Sex Pistols make oh. their first uh, uh, appearance um, and they blow up in England. Um, like, not like necessarily commercially, but like, you know, this, this youth that is looking for something to help them channel their anger and their, their fucking poverty and whatever. The Sex Pistols shows up and it's just like, it, it's just a, it's a lightning rod, you know. And the um, thing about Sex Pistols is they didn't take it as like serious though. They were like fun. There was some kind of like comedy behind some of the songs and shit. For sure, for sure. Like is that the one that says love, love comes in spurts? <laughs> I think that's them that has that, that might song. Be. Yeah. And they also they that's another same. group called Bazooka Joe at first was just as big as as Sex Pistols. Bazooka Joe faded away. But again, like this whole fucking music uh era, Bazooka Joe fades away. But the lead singer is named Stuart Goddard, and he rebrands himself in the 80s as Adam Ant. Oh, I thought you were going to say Stuart Gottfried. No. Huge fucking 80s figure in music is Adam Ant, and he starts as a punk rock band that's hanging out with uh, Sex Pistols. Um, so this gets into like the idea of punk as style, and the Sex Pistols are part of it, and so are other people. So... There, with this political rebellion, anarchy, right, being a key message in a lot of punk music, mm. even if it's not full anarchy like the Sex Pistols and other groups are are pledging for, it's still a call to be different. Even if just musically, where like Talking Heads aren't necessarily trying to like you know advocate anarchy, but their music is so different than anything else. The music is the anarchy, right. you know what I mean? Um, so. 
but we start to get a look, right? I mean, if you picture a punk rocker, you're picturing black clothes, black denim that's torn, safety pins, well, I think leather, what happens is like mohawk. People, people love that music so much that it also transitions into lifestyle. It's like that's their sure. hobby. When they For get sure. off work, that's what they fucking that's what care they do. about. Yeah. They yeah. want to go to the record store. They yep. want to get some fucking records. They want to yep. find some new shit. They want to go to a show on Friday. Yep. When you show up to the show, you don't want to just fucking be in like a Levi's and a fucking no. white t-shirt. You're looking at the dude up on stage and that motherfucker's got pink hair or whatever the fuck's going and on. And there's that safety ar- pins. There's already the sense of camaraderie in the audience and you want to keep that going. You and, know? A, and a lot of the style of it was kind of rockabilly like influence from like sure. biker culture, leather jackets jeans fucking doc martens and so then you start to mimic because rock stars just have fucking they do whatever the fuck they're gonna do yeah, they yeah, do yeah. weird shit like in that yeah. one interview on that one movie i watched there is a guy that looks like his fucking hair is made out of shaving cream i don't know what the fuck he was doing and he had like the queen of england's necklace on right. i was like what is this fucking guy like whatever the fuck what he, he, wants, doing? To whatever do he wants to do it, yeah. so people start to mimic that and you pick up things here and there like okay well i'm gonna tear my shirt like sid vicious and i'm gonna have fucking a tear in my pants like this fucking guy and so know? some of the some of the specific ones that one of the articles pointed out was that the Ramones um, had like their sort of uniform was shredded 501 jeans and black leather jackets. Right. And at the time, this is like prosperous America and only a hoodlum would wear torn jeans. Right. Like that wasn't mm-hmm. done. Like it wasn't even cool to do. And you got to think about it's strategic. There's no way all four of them were like, oh, I just happened to wear this today. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they For sat sure. down and they exactly. were like, let's, let's exactly, exactly. That's it's, how they fucking blew it's up. It's part of the gimmick. Right. Like that's, that's a sad thing that nobody wants to hear. Yep. You know, like it, it's part of the gimmick. And the reason that, that a lot of, you know, the Iggy pops and the, you know, these people who, you know, uh, Rawlings, you know, like they they went to something different is because it's like that's cool, you know. We had fun doing it, but we can't make money doing right. it. Right? We need our own, gimmick. you know. Yeah, yeah. They need something different. And, it's like, and guess what? The Ramones are still the the fucking first well, word out of your mouth in punk rock. And because the, the other thing is too, though, their like, gimmick worked. They, you know? None of those bands, like punk rock bands, for the most part, I can't speak for everyone. Obviously, they didn't go into the fucking thing to get rich. They went into it to just fucking have fun. Yeah, for, for one, sure. Make yeah, music yeah, yeah. and to, to honestly, drunk, they, fucking, they look they look yeah. at other bands as like self indulgent. They look at Jimi Hendrix for fucking playing solos forever that go nowhere. It's like, look at me, look how big my dick is. Right, because like, their songs yeah. are all three minutes or under. A Ramon, he, yeah, the average Ramon the, show was seventeen minutes. Yeah, and the and the it's average like the whole show, Ramon's guitar minutes. player could never play like Jimi Hendrix. They could, you know what I mean, like, and they didn't want to either, though. But yeah, it required low skill and was fucking just. Well, fast everybody and hard. says they don't want to. I don't. I don't want to have a six pack. Well, obviously, you know what they, I mean. They, they, yeah, <laughs> it's they don't. That wasn't their thing. Like they don't. They're yeah. fuck Pink Floyd. They don't want David Gilmore solo. Well, any, anybody you know? that's popular, I mean, that happens with every single music in the music industry. It happens with everything. You know what I mean? Right. Like everybody hates Bieber because he was fucking pop. You know what I mean? Everybody right. hates, right. you know, this group or that group because they were this or that. You know, like nobody all likes you know, the Blowfish like most, anymore. Most you know? other music is almost all self indulgent when you think about it, it because it's well, like it especially rap. They're like, look at my fucking car. Look at all this fucking money. Yeah. Look at all these bitches. And the rock star is the same kind of fucking thing. You want people to want to copy you. That's the same thing that the punk rock scene did. They just did it differently. You know, they took the next level. It might be whatever the the fuck they wanted. It might be that. Yeah. It might be that the Ramones were consciously wearing this outfit that everybody copied. It might be that they happened to tap into what New York was currently doing. Right. And that their manager fucking maybe they watched a lot of happy days yeah 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 Yeah. so but so the group television 
Um, their guitarist uh, was the first one, um, as far as rock and roll historians could could tell. He was the first person to show up with spiked hair and torn T-shirts held together by safety pins, which is sort of a staple in punk rock. Um, Blondie was the first one that would do a mixture between whatever I found at a thrift shop with like high end couture from a fucking expensive shop in New York. She would do both. Shabby chic. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, in the UK, this blows up even more, right? So that guy that I talked about earlier, Malcolm McLaren, he ends up going to London, um, where he tried to, to get the New York, uh, dolls to, to sell clothing. He was basically trying to attach his name, to a punk band, get the band big, get their clothing big, and then fucking cash in on their clothing. That was this guy's gig. Um, so he goes back to London and he does that exact thing with the Sex Pistols. He backs the Sex Pistols. He gives them clothing. I don't know if he was their manager. I'm not exactly sure what the relationship was, but he helps to style and define what the Sex Pistols look like as they're exploding. So he has a shop called Sex, right. which is him and another fashion designer, mm. and they like start to sell high end punk rock clothing for fucking the big hot dollars. Yeah, time, the hot right. topic of its time. Well, so a lot of the you know a lot of the punk people in England are just going to go get fucking clothes and make it themselves, but then a whole lot of people are going to be like, well, fuck it, this is the guy that makes it. I'd rather get it from him. Um, and so he's, he's an important. The New figure. York Dolls are so like anti-establishment that they dressed like they were like, "What pisses people off in America right now?" And they were like, "Communism." And so they fucking started dressing in all red, like red party fucking <laughs> shit. And they literally hung a hammer and sickle on the back of the fucking backdrop for the stage. But they had no values of such. Like they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they just wanted to. No, they didn't. It, it was shock value. They didn't right. sing about it. They didn't mention it. Yeah. They just put a communist flag on the stage and dressed in red, just so people. It was like trolling the fucking world. Yeah. And they didn't say shit about it, just to piss people off. You didn't have the internet. It's fucking funny. You know? yeah. yeah. So the Sex Pistols uh, blow up, and they become the key, the key members of a group that they call the Bromley Contingent, which sounds like a like, like a that. spy novel yeah. or something like. The Bromley contingent is a neighborhood where a group of uh, musicians all come from. And again, pretty fucking hot shit. It's kind of like looking at that lineup at CBGB. But this one neighborhood called Bromley, um, the Sex Pistols come out of there. And at the same exact time, a group called the Slits that I don't really know. That's It's hilarious, dude. I fucking was hoping you were going to bring it up. It's an all-female group, and they named themselves the Slits. Fantastic. Yeah, and then they just fucking their album covers. They're just like butt-ass naked and mud and shit. Like, they just nice. give a fuck. Yeah, but the so, Slits is a great name. The Slits, The Clash, which again, punk rock all over the place. Yeah. Susie and the Banshees, hot shit band, which again, I wouldn't have categorized as, as punk rock. Um, and Generation X which is the band that Generation X is named after, like the generation right. is named after this band. And it's the band that uh, Billy Idol was the singer for before he went solo and became Billy Idol. So that's all one fucking neighborhood, man. Like the Clash, yeah. the Sex Pistols, Susie and the Banshees and fucking Generation X with Billy Idol oh. is all one click at one. Like that's why I want my time traveling fucking a concert machine well, because i want to see those shows what's kind of crazy is like to to mm. some extent and, to, and no offense is like 
some of that music early on didn't require a lot of musical talent. Like True. it was like, you didn't have to have beautiful vocals. You, you only needed to know a few chords and you could fucking, you don't have to have great rhythm. You could just fucking down strum through it. And it's fucking syncopation, fucking calamity in some places. Right. But out of that, like it was, it was such a different time where you had a chance to make music. Like now it's kind of hard. I mean, it, people still do it all the time, but it's almost harder to make some new music. That's not fucking sort of influenced by something else. For sure. But you could do something so drastic at that point. And anyone could sort of jump in there and do it. And then out of that numbers game, you're going to get some people that kind of separate themselves, you know, from the group and become great musicians like Billy Idol's going to come out of that. It's kind of like when we did the fucking episode on the Beastie Boys. It's like they started and they weren't good musicians. They weren't good rappers. They weren't good anything. And then you find out, hey, I can do this. I'm actually capable of doing something a little more than this. 15 years later, you're really fucking good. Fuck off if you think I'm a sellout. Like I'm moving on to actually make music that I love and enjoy. And, And it's more punk to do that sometimes, I think, to be like, fuck you. Like you can get mad and say I'm not punk anymore and right. then I'm this. Right. But fuck you. I'm doing what I actually yeah. wanted to do. And yeah. I'm fucking and now I'm rich. I'm making right. money for doing it. You know? Right. So I but I think it's really cool that the, the next generation of punk came from the fans of punk. Like it was those those kids that were watching those fucking original yeah. pioneers yeah. they are on the shoulders of giants. You know what I mean? And they became that next generation Absolutely. of punk music Absolutely. by being influenced by people that might have been their friends or their uncles. And yeah. like it was such a, a, a attainable, reachable, tangible um, scene to be able to interact. Like it's like you're not going to go fucking get to meet anyone, you know, at Lollapalooza. You're not getting on fucking stage. No. But this is like a fu- you could get on the clash and be like, yo, bro, after the show, like buy that motherfucker a beer or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talk to them. Yeah. Like, I got a band too, bro. It's got a guitar. Right. Like, oh, you could open for us next week. Exactly, and that might fucking dude. happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it goes, oh, let's go on tour. We're just getting cans of beans and we fucking shit in a bucket. Yeah. Like, because it was that kind of low budget do it yourself fucking right. thing to the same way that the internet does for musicians now of like YouTube. It used yeah. to be like mixtapes sending it to fucking some record exec. And now it's like, no, you got a million views on fucking YouTube and someone came to you. Yes. You know? And yeah. so it's just, there was possibilities that just don't exist now. Right. It's just a fucking, the whole thing is a really cool story. Yeah. Um, so punk rock blows up in the seventies in America and in England, again, both as a, a musical style and as a political statement and as a fashion. I mean, go to any mall and walk into hot topic and it's like 50% goth, 50% punk rock. It's like, that's, I mean, you're still going to find Ramones shirts and CBGB shirts and all that shit at a hot yeah. topic store. It's like, whatever's um, going to make your parents angry. Yeah, like, what's exactly, going to make your parents angry? Exactly. Like, Oh, we're going to get yeah. that shirt. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne exactly. eating the bat. Like right. that. Yeah. That shirt's going but on the wall. You know? Realistically, you're probably going to go in there and your parents are going to be like, Oh, I used to have a CBGB shirt when I was your age. Yeah. It's a different <laughs> yeah. generation now though, you <laughs> exactly, know, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, um, in the late seventies, most people kind of pin it down to be 1977. Um, what they call American hardcore punk bands start to show up. So in a fairly short period, Isn't that when, uh, the 77, that's when lead singer of sex pistols died or was that? 79? Yeah. Sid vicious died in 77. Okay. Yeah. Um, and at that same time in the same year, so Sid vicious dies, uh, from an overdose, right? Yeah. He died is February 1st, 1979. Oh, 79? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. I was oh, thinking I joined, had one or the he other. Joined, okay. He joined them in 77. He joined them in 77. Oh, okay. That's um, what it was. All right. I got mixed right. up. So then these bands came after that. So 77 is because, okay, they pin, they, they pin this down as Sid Vicious uh, joining the Sex Pistols. That's when this era starts. Um, they dissolved fairly quickly. They dissolved by 78. 
and then said Sid Vicious was dead from a heroin overdose in 79 and then in which is crazy to make that much of an impact in one year yeah in one year dude (laughs) crazy so in 1980 a woman named Penelope Spheris makes uh the decline of western civilization a documentary um on american hardcore music and this is when another (coughs) uh group of musicians sort of hits the scene Hmm. and these groups um again different generation of punk rock this might be a generation of punk rock that more of our listeners might be more attuned to i want to feel like um but it's the misfits black flag um bad brains the dead kennedys um the circle jerks um when i think of punk rock i think of the dead kennedys and i think of the circle jerks and i don't like either one of them Mm. like that and i think of the sex pistols i don't like the sex pistols those three bands are what line up in my because when i was in high school those were the bands that people were listening to and calling punk rock um i think the misfits and black flag are so radically different than those bands and bad religion bad religion like yeah. this is this is all um part of it so um the also in uh 77 i think the lead singer of the germs killed himself the day before john lennon was killed um i said he got a virus i think the guitar player from the germs is in chili peppers or the bass player or something oh really That's something something weird Lee? like that no, 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 it's not Flea. Oh, but Flea is in that fucking The Other F fucking documentary. Oh, is he? Yeah, The Other F Word. Yeah. And he's like sitting with his daughter and like he, they, she tells a story that she goes into like her classroom. It's like parent teacher night or some shit. And there's like the girl in the, or she's in the bathroom and the girl's like, hey, there's a really weird guy out there. I'm scared to go out there. And like some lady's like, yeah, don't go out there. I saw him too. And she's like, she looks out the window. She's like, fuck, it's my dad. God damn it. And it's like <laughs> Flea in the hallway. You know what that I mean? That is funny. And then she's like, but she's like, I don't know how old she She looks young. She's like, fuck, it's my dad. Like you can just tell that's Flea's daughter. Right. Like she's cute. Right. She's super intelligent and independent. You could just tell she knows better. She's smarter than the fucking mouth breathing yeah, yeah, yeah. high school fucking kids yeah. for sure because he didn't give a fuck. And they're sitting there playing like beautiful piano at their house, like amazingly talented. And then he just turns around, and flips off the camera and like sticks his tongue out. And she's just like laughing like, oh, that silly, crazy funny. flea dad. Yeah. Cool. You should watch that documentary. If you yeah, I might, I might check it out. Yeah. Um, and then the misfits uh, are there. I already mentioned that the eighties, they pop up. Uh, Danzig um, becomes his own act in the eighties. Mama. Um, exactly. Uh, pop becomes sort of big. So a and new wave. So a lot of the post-punk bands mm. end up being new wave and going for synth music and, and that kind of scene in the eighties. But um, it's a lot of Foo people fighters the germs guys in. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of people point to no FX in 1984 and Offspring um, as Offspring's the beginning me, of pop punk. Yeah, Offspring's pop, pop punk. punk though. Yeah, uh, Offspring's know, pretty man. pop punk. You listen to like Blink 182 versus Offspring, that's, and like that's Blink 182 is they're both pop punk. Offspring songs are more like melodic though. It's like I don't think it, it has to do with melodic. It's like they're just kind of more poppy. Like it's I more know it's popular, listed and I listen to it. I'm just know? stating my opinion. Like I, I, I agree. I agree with yeah. it. I just so, don't. I mean, I don't hear it. Like right. It's just more like just some pop rock shit. I don't really yeah. know either of those bands enough to to comment. So Henry Rollins joins Black Flag in 1981, and that's kind of a big deal. Um, he got that fucking like I, someone was telling a story that were like. Someone had to go to the bathroom or some shit happened. They like handed him the fucking microphone or something. He's like, I guess I'm fucking sick. Like, they were like, yeah, do you know all the words of the song? He was like, yeah. And then that was it. And then he sang from then on out or some shit. Right. Like, it was a cool origin story. I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, 
And I dig Henry Rollins. He's a he's a badass motherfucker. Yeah, that dude is, is like Henry you don't want to fight that guy. Cool. He's gonna be ninety and you don't want to fight <laughs> yeah, exactly. that guy. Just no, because you get hepatitis C. Feels <laughs> <laughs> on neck. Fuck. I don't want to fight him. Not because not because he's gonna yeah. beat me up. I'm gonna get yeah. I'm gonna catch something. Um, like that guy. So by the the late '80s, the American hardcore uh, scene was starting to fade um, because a lot of them were signed to Epitaph. And uh, Epitaph started to to do some. Is that right? Epitaph. Oh no! Epitaph came around and kind of saved them. But then in 1989, uh, punk changes when a group called uh, the Sweet Children makes an appearance. Um, no one really digs them, so they release a new album and they change their name, and the name is Green Day. Oh yeah. Um, and which that's uh, pop punk. It's pop punk, and a lot of people want to talk a lot of shit about Green Day, but did they blow the fuck up? Yeah, man? they were huge, man. When, when I was in high school, well, they're, they're actually good dude. musicians too. Like they the, are, man. The, I got it. At first, I I did nothing but talk shit about Green Day, and I don't even remember what video it was. There was one particular video, and I was like, wait, these guys are actually kind of fucking good. Did you see that? Yeah, Sam, yeah. When Sam they want to be Sam Culper and his son got to go to like a fucking show that was yeah. like at a Jerry's Pizza like kind of private thing. Green a little Day. private Green Day yeah. show, like a fucking two weeks ago. Actually, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Um, I would go. Like I, I, I don't, I don't like 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 you like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I fucking hate them, but I'm not, I have I'm seen. Actually, I, I'm not a huge fan. Of Red Hot you love them. I'm not, you love no, them. Geez. No, I, I actually I know people love who love them. like love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm like, I never. I fucking I've hate ne- them. Dude, I like. Shut the fuck up. I hated them until I was hardcore into playing rock band. Because while playing their songs in rock band, and this happened to a easy. lot of bands, you can win. Just, you can win. No, it's just like I, I would be forced to listen to the music in a different yeah. way and be oh, like, oh no, this this me. has more to it than I thought it did. There's, but I still oh, never God. liked it. There's a I couple don't like songs the like Under the Bridge and shit because I learned guitar. Like that's some of the first songs I learned. There's some nostalgic Chili Peppers, but the yeah. early early Chili Peppers. No, I'm, I'm not into it. I have. I'm to not say. like I said. I'm not saying they didn't make it big because they don't have talent. I'm not saying that. Like that's that's a cool story. That's where people get wrong. Yeah, but they didn't have a singer. And he showed up and fucking did rap or something on stage oh, and became yeah. a singer. Same here's, yeah, here's I, my here's my problem with the Chili Peppers. It's the same exact problem that I have with South Park and that I have with uh, fucking tacos. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, oh. which is the asshole factor. Right, like your art has to be better oh, yeah. than you are an asshole. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The Chili yeah. Peppers were so look at what I'm doing on stage. I got a puppet on my dick. <laughs> And it was like they were trying so hard. They seemed cool. It all seemed forced. None of it yeah. seemed legit. It all seemed forced. They always came off as douchebags on fucking MTV and on fucking interviews. I was like, these guys are just fucking assholes. They, they were on and James Corden karaoke music and it was funny. Their music wasn't good enough to, to overcome it. what big assholes no. they were. So, well, and like I, said, I, now, saw them, I saw them acoustic and live doing acoustic. And um, I was, I sat there and I sat through it and I'm like, oh wow, okay, like the, the guy can actually sing, like they can play, like he's playing acoustic, yes, you know, yes. and it's like real melodic and like they change it and like, mm-hmm. like I know they're musicians, yeah. I just don't like their music, it's just like anything else, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like like even about punk rock, like I, I understand and I get it, I just don't like it, like it's just But I'm not, starting to like them more, I think I they're, they're not as big a group of assholes as they've gotten older. And they're only better. I think everyone's changed. So I think now that factor does, but that early, because my friend, like the the group I hung out with loved, I mean, fucking loved the chili peppers. And they would get on, I mean, 
they we'd be hanging out and they'd put on a fucking Chili Peppers album and I'd be like, it's time to fucking go home because you motherfuckers are gonna listen yeah. to this for the next two hours and I yeah. can't fucking take it. I recently had a guy work like that was music like that. where I was like, was fuck, I can't like take I a lot of music that I don't like, and I didn't realize no. that I've never been in that no. situation where I couldn't escape. And it. I got nothing but respect yeah. for Flea's bass playing. He's a fucking monster, but just their early stuff, I just it just never. And they were great in Point Break. Um, yeah, they're the, we're just going to kick your ass. That would be a waste yeah. of time. The beach scene. Um, I found Henry Allen's origin story real quick. He performed in local hardcore bands as a teenager. And one night when his heroes black flag came to town, he leaped up on the stage and came and started singing with them shortly thereafter. Um, the lead vocalist, um, decided to switch to guitar and the band invited Rollins to be the lead singer. Wow. He literally just jumped on stage with those motherfuckers That's and started singing. Crazy. He's like, they're finally like, damn, I finally play I guitar. can play guitar yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. This guy's yeah. good. Yeah. Maybe he was like, fuck, I never wanted to be the singer. Yeah. A lot of times that happens in bands. Like a guy will start singing because they don't have a singer. That happened like, with uh, right. Gwen Stefani. Like Gwen yeah. Stefani was like someone's little sister. Um, yeah. And they were like, hey, we don't have anyone to sing. He's like, doesn't your sister sing? He's like, go get her. And they like ran down the street. She was like little. She was like, Right, 15 yeah. or some shit and they were like went and got her and, and she fucking sang and that was that and she I became say Gwen fucking the, Stefani um, she was always Gwen Stefani I, I've always liked the 90s band Garbage and long time ago now they were opening for uh, No Doubt in Long Beach which is where No Doubt is from <laughs> and we went down there and I was like I'm going to see Garbage and we'll you're, all, you're I right don't, sir I don't really know, no doubt. So I, I mean, I knew, I mean, everybody knew who they fucking were, but I didn't really know their music. And I got to fucking say, man, they blew me the fuck away in concert. No doubt. Like one me. Over, you know, you know, man. what's funny is there's been like groups that I liked that I was like, Oh, like I, I, I like these guys. Like they're good musicians. Their songs are good and stuff. And then I seen them live Ruined. or in a music video. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah, and that's just completely fucking I dislike their music like oh, I just, no that was all based on studio that no was studio the exact quality opposite and, yeah. hey, it might have been the fact that they were playing not in even the Long quality Beach. of the songs like it, it was the way they looked the right. way they acted the right. way that their show was there was there was times where too like I I've seen like um there, there was groups I was like I don't want to go fucking watch this group and then I went and I saw them live and I was like Wow, like I respect them. Like I, I and I like their music a little more now because I you know understand what I you get I that can't connection. Take. I cannot take going to a live show and the fucking they everyone does it and I know why they do it. We're like, hey, motherfuckers, like how the fuck are you guys fucking doing out yeah. there, fuckers? And you're like, you said fuck 37 uh, times, yeah. bro. That's it's super forced. And we're like, yeah, yeah. He said yeah. fuck. He's cussing yeah, right now. Exactly. And it's like, oh, my God, you guys. Like, we did how that are on you here. motherfuckers doing yeah. out there in fucking Bakersfield? Yeah, exactly. You're like, fucking yeah. stop, man. <laughs> we get on here and like, dick, dick, dick. Yeah. yeah. We're dick, not dick. Bakersfield. Yeah. That's just because we're dick, foul mouth. Dick, dick, yeah. dick, dick, dick. Yeah, I guess it just happens. <laughs> I can't not do it. That was your dick and impression. The old dick and chicken. Okay, so I've got two top ten lists dealing with punk music that I'll throw out there. Oh, God. Um, I doubt we'll have a whole lot to say about it, but I'm throwing them out there because some people might just be pulling their hair heard out. It, heard, it like it it. heard it, heard it like That's it needed. So, That's what uh, I do when I hear the music. So A thing, yeah. uh, a website called Live About, which actually had a lot of information, lot, lot, ton of information about punk rock. A lot of the information I got could came be from live this about. particular. Could be Live About. Mm -hmm. um, but they had the their top 10 most influential punk albums mm -hmm. of all time. Ooh. So number 10, they Limp said, Biscuit. was MC5 Kick Out Damn the Jams. It. Yeah, got that jam. I'd have said Limp Biscuit would be number, party, pump number in. 10. When that Nine jam was, was Minutemen. 
double mm-hmm. nickels on the dime. I Don't disagree. Know. Nickelback's first album. <laughs> Eight was Operation out. Ivy, and their album was Operation Ivy. Seven was Black Flags, the first four years. Six, and this is a band we never talked about in this uh, chunk of information, was Husker Du, and their oh, album yeah. was Zen Arcade. Five was Bad Brains, mm. self-titled albums, Bad Brains. Four was Misfit, Walk Among Us. Three was Sex Pistols, Never Mind the Bullocks, Here Comes the Sex Pistols. Two was The Clash, London Calling, and number one most influential uh, punk rock album was uh, the Ramones self-titled album, Ramones. I knew uh, it was in 1974. So tear that page off and hand it to me because I want to fold up my pocket and force myself to listen to all those albums all the way through. All right. And then the Rolling uh, Rolling Stone magazine in 2011 did a reader poll, and they asked what the top 10 punk bands of all time were. And in this order, the first one I read is number 10 going down to the best, which is number one. So number 10 was Bad Brains. Hmm. Social Distortion was nine. Hmm. The Misfits was eight. Uh, Black Flag was seven. Iggy and the Stooges was six. Uh, the Dead Kennedys was five. Sex Pistols was four. Ramones was three. The Clash was two. And who was number one? Mm, the Who. Brent, who was number one? The it who? wasn't The Who. Who oh. was number one? That's oh. what I'm asking. Oh, not The Who. Oh, well, fuck. I thought you were trying to catch me for not listening. No. I have no idea. <laughs> he Green caught you. Day. Green Day. Oh, wow. They yeah. and, he, and the article even ended with, I know half of you reading this are really pissed off that we said it was Green Day. But A, it was a user poll, so get mad at the internet, not us. And B, you can't deny the amount of albums that they've sold, the impact they've had on this generation of music, the fact yeah. that in a way they kind of were a rebirth of punk rock music. They were like, you know, so don't know if we agree with it, but you've got to give them their due. You know, I don't know that I would put them in the top 10 list. And Not I think 2011. I would say most successful or, you know what I mean? Like, like it was just, it would just, it was yeah. the top bands of all time. Yeah. That I would was, say like inf- influential would be like, like you said, you know, Buddy Holly and, you know, these, the who the clash, sex the clash, you know, like, like these some guys. of the stuff that, that in, yeah. influenced, you know, the music and some of the first punk bands that influenced everybody. And Apparently nobody's like heard of death. If you did that poll right now, I do not think Green Day would be number one or maybe even so. be in there. But this was 2011 and Green Day was like at a fucking serious They're at a flying peak. high yeah. in 2011. And the other thing that I want to point out is, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's, it's well worth it. I'll talk about it with a couple of spoilers. So if you want to jump ahead 30 seconds, go ahead. But uh, uh, Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols, um, also known as John Lydon, who is kind of the guy with the worst attitude of all the Sex Pistols, uh, some said. Um, At one point, uh, he was doing some gigs in America, and the, the drummer that was gigging with him on this one part of the tour uh, sued him for damaging his drum kit for money owed and for some sort of an assault that John Lydon did on him. And once he said he wanted to sue him, they took the case to fucking judge Judy. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. It's actually on there. I, I have a link in the show notes. That's awesome. I don't think it's the complete thing, but um, it's so it's, it's just yeah. this fucking drummer dude 
And Johnny Lydon's like just keeps getting yelled at by Judge Judy because he won't fucking shut his mouth. That's funny. And then the, here's the spoiler if you want to jump ahead. Judge Judy basically rules in favor of Johnny Rotten because the drummer should have known who he was getting in bed with. with <laughs> wow. <punch>. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's funny. It was basically. I mean, that's you, fair. Uh, yeah. That's fair. You knew who you were dealing that's with. That's like divorce court being like, you look knew. at this guy. Look at yeah, this guy. You knew he wasn't you getting knew. a job. Yeah. 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 You knew, he was on was drugs when you, when you married him. Yeah. And this is, after, change her, this is after her just like yelling at John Lydon the entire fucking time. And then the fucking, it's like, look at this She guy. gave it to him. Like, this is the fucking guy yeah. that you're going to sue because he fucked up your drum kit. Yeah. Of course he, he did. He ain't getting no money. Yeah. Of course you he knew he was going to. That's why you signed the contract. He was going to put his balls on your drum set. <laughs> exactly. After exactly what he was going to do. After so that's punk cops. rock. I think that's like, if you've never listened to punk rock, I highly recommend Going back through a lot of the bands that we've mentioned, do a quick YouTube on them because I think you'll be surprised um, at how some of them stand up, how some of them don't, how non-punk some of them might be to your sensibilities. Um, You might find a new favorite, to be perfectly honest, because some of the ones that I'd never heard of that I listened to, I was like, that's a really fucking cool band. I've never heard that before. Turbo Negro was not on that list. It wasn't on the list, no. So there's our there's our coverage of punk rock. All right. So um, social media winner for episode five ninety five, uh, Wim Hof, the Iceman, um, is Ginger dot fuck with a ph Frank Kunst with a K. Jesus so Christ. I like that. So yeah, fuck G- kind of name. What the fuck's going on there? What the fuck? I, I kind of like it. It's Instagram. It's at Ginger dot fuck with a ph, and Frank Kunst is that. Gonna get a sticker pack from oh, Printer oh, Cheap. Oh, that's not yeah. part of his name. Oh, oh, oh. 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 For oh. interacting on Instagram, oh. Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out to you and get some stickers to you from everything we got. Like when we go to the sticker packs, <clears throat> never really say like we've got Podbilly stickers and Sofa King stickers and Art and Jacob yeah, stickers and fucking stuff. You might have seen work, it posted. Works hard podcast stickers and fucking retro yeah. and SKR. There's all kinds of fucking stickers in that pack. Whatever you might, you might have seen it posted on the social. Yeah, maybe on the yeah, social. On the social, yeah, people post them on the social. Yeah, so um, thank you for doing that. We try to try to reward you for helping and sharing on social media. Um, so thank you for doing that. Um, I'm also over here in the part, dark. We're part not, of the, you, it is really pretty that, dark. It, it got really dark. It's not really that room. dark. It, it's lighter than it looks. I'm, I'm way lighter than I look. People are on the, someone on the live. Sam Culver's complaining that your voice sounds rough. And I was like, crystal clear. I'm fucking ears. tired. And I'm we tired. also have, nah, I think it's probably like remote audio. Yeah, uh, complaints. Maybe. But we've got real audio that will be mixed out for the official. Release I mean, I'm so tired. It's going into track. the internet. That's yeah. how bad it is. I have to say that I'm proud because at some point in this episode, um, I had a massive crippling leg cramp and I oh, just talked, I just talked right through it. Wow. Jesus, Jesus Christ. That was, you just that thought, was about, shit. <laughs> thought about, I did. Thought about bananas like, and mustard. I was like, <laughs> I'm just staring at my notes and talking because it's <laughs> all I can do. Yeah. It's like, what band that. is that, Dave? Potassium. <laughs> yeah, they came around in the early <laughs> 70s. Yeah. yeah, their first yeah. album was French is Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, yeah, yeah. Podbelly. That's what our yeah. Was like. yeah. Uh, we are we are part of the Podbelly podcast network. So easy. Yeah, so easy. A fucking mustard storm just flew my way. <laughs> People are throwing bananas on my fucking face with potassium fucking grunts. Um, Podbelly podcast network. Um, go over to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like Paranormal Punchers and Hillbilly Horror Stories. 
Um, go check that out. Also, we are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. It is nutritious. It's delicious. Um, go check it out at your local grocery store. Pick some up. Get it at Walmart, Target. Um, you can get it on fucking eBay. You can get it on Amazon. If you're outside the United States, you can get it at mexgrocer.co.uk. Um, if you can't find you can it, get it you can places, get it door dashed to the Amazon. Probably, you know I mean? actually. You probably, probably can get it fucking yeah. instacarted yeah. if you don't want to Fuck fucking yeah. go to the store and you're scared and you're hiding. Um, you can hit up somebody yeah. in the group and they'll probably fucking mail you whatever they have available oh, yeah. at their store and trade yeah. for whatever you've got. You can trade your fucking Canadian fucking syrup. You can trade you can your make wares. Up, make just, up some <clears throat> sob story and send it to Brent. Oh, man. I just realized how easy like DoorDash and Instacart is going to make it for like criminals and mobsters to like hide out from the cops. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I don't need to ever leave. Yeah, no yeah, one's gonna see much. me. I'm not gonna get caught running to the They're fucking... gonna spend their bank robbery million dollars on fucking groceries through Instacart and never live mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Like, I mean that's living know. life for some people. Dave's like Dave's happy. Fuck yeah, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up for <laughs> coffee and books. Yeah. You know how many banks I've robbed as exactly. of <laughs> So but uh we love them and you'll love it too. Check it out. If you see it in the wild, take a picture of it, tag us, tag them. Um, if you're not a hot sauce person, I'm telling you, you got to fucking try it so many fucking times. We've been doing this for like six years now and so many stories and so many messages about people that said they were not hot sauce people and they fucking tried it because we shoved it down your throat for years and you heard it a million fucking times in the episode and it's because we're not saying it because we're getting paid. It's because it's fucking delicious and you're going to like it. You really will. There's like, and the Chipotle is not that fucking hot. You could start out there it's if true. you have to. Black's, yeah, Black's not yeah. that hot. Black's not that crazy hot. You don't have yeah. to go for Triple X. Um, but yeah, check it and, out. And if you don't like it, um, your brother might like it. Your kid. Exactly. Like we, we have, we have listeners who yeah. their 13 year old, 12 year old daughter, you know, 11 year old daughter, you know, is eating it, you know, so I don't, I don't know ages very well, but um, look, yeah. So there's, there's other people who might like even, it. Even Walter Bailey made it to Triple X finally. It's taken him a couple yeah. years. He was eating wow. the jalapeno forever. Wow. And he finally moved up to Triple X. And he sent me Is that a what picture. You call it? Yeah. The Triple X. Uh oh. What do you mean? Finish your joke, bro. You're gonna stop. No, I don't know. I was I was my daughter was calling me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That was very strange. It came through the computer. Yeah, I heard. I didn't hear it. On my phone. I heard it. Oh, weird. That was the weird. Ghost, it's on bro. my phone. Oh, my my computer. Oh, goddamn Mac. You got messages hooked up or something? Yeah, messages are on. So anyways, go check that out. Also check out Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com um, and you can get stickers and printed goods. Save some money by using code SOFAKINGPODCAST. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees. You can go to jimmydstees.com. You can also get some of the stuff he's made for us over at SOFAKINGPODCAST.com forward slash shop. We've got hoodies and hats and beanies and masks and fucking shirts and there's all, all kinds, kinds of, of coffee shit. mugs there's all kinds of cool stuff over there um you've seen it you love it you want it you want some more of it go get it um on them internets check it out and then uh, if you do get it show it on them internets on the social um also one more reminder please 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 if you're a patron go check your patreon and see if you have a message from us check your email that's on our patreon if you think that you might be if you're a new patron we might be trying to get your shirt size if you're an existing patron that's been around a while and you think you might be getting one of those 200 glasses or the 500 club decanter um it would be awesome if you could please 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 check and see if we're trying to get a hold of you so i can mail this stuff out i got boxes and boxes that i'm trying to ship to you guys and i would love to mark your name off and i would love for you to get that gift you're stressing uh, you, them out because you earned it. About it yeah so check that out. Also, um, check us out um, on TikTok now at Soap King Podcast <clears throat> and go go follow us and share some of those. Share our, our boxes. We're doing shipping roulette. So I'm um, sending out dirty gifts with dirty messages on the outside just to embarrass children. 
So it's completely random. Just if I have your address on file, it fucking could be you. You don't know. You know, weird fucking box that says dick pills. That's from that's from us. And but don't open it in front yeah. of your grandma or your boss. Open with caution. <laughs> or or if warned. you're punk rock, you've been if yeah. you're punk rock, fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I feel you're like really we're punk not gonna, rock talking all that shit. I feel like yeah. no matter what, like we're pretty safe because you're listening to this show, and I just don't think you listen to the show if you're the kind of person that would be pissed about the fucking box. Yeah, but your grandma or your it. boss might. I think be. a lot of people hide it. Yeah, but that's you know funny I mean? though. So like, there's a lot yeah. of moms and and older folk that listen. That I'm surprised. Like, I see pictures. I'm like, wow. I'm like that guy. You know the variable I did. You guys actually listen to the show. That's cool. Is that like, grandma just gets the box or mom gets the box and it has your name on it? And they're like, yeah. what the fuck <laughs> are they yeah. ordering? Dick pills, yeah. penis pills, <laughs> lady lube, and then they fucking open that shit up and just fucking dogs farting. Dogs farting, hint, hint. I don't know what that's about. But, um, go check that out. Also check out skrapparel.com. Use code SOFAKING to save 10%. Also check out retrovague.com. And you can use code 80skid to save 10% there. And that is all I've got. All right. Dog farts. Uh, Skull member of the month, Matthew D. Adams. Oh, uh, keep this uh, short and sweet like his genital area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, a, you, know, like a, you know how some oranges are real big? Mm-hmm. Um, and like they have the, like the little tiny, like the cuties, like right. the real yeah. small, like mm-hmm. that's like, if you're comparing oranges and oranges, mm-hmm. you he's know, you get what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's the, the cutie. But the flavors uh, are better. That's what you're saying. Sweet. I, I don't know. Allegedly. I have no idea. I, have, I, have I thought no it might idea. be like some strange, like Japanese orange that's like all rind. Oh, yeah, it could yeah. be. That could be terrible. It's like mm-hmm. scar be tissue terrible. is what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. Some gnarled just, scar I mean, tissue? The only, the only one who knows... Orange. Yeah, the only one who knows is John Schultz. Right. Mm, true. So They went camping. They don't really know. Yeah. They did go yeah. camping. Yeah. They fucked, too, but they also went camping. Yeah, yeah. That's where they fucked. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. So, I mean, yeah, so I mean... I mean, Matt told us, but allegedly. Yeah, you keep, you, keep, you keep saying box of penis pills, and I'm just mm-hmm. hoping they go... Hoping they go to Matt. Um, oh, no, probably not. That's true. I, I, I have to see the name as it goes. I'm going to pick it at, pick it at random, but uh, if I land on Matt, it's like there's. I know there's no helping him. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's he going to do? All the dick pills in the world can't fix that. It's just like gnarled fucking orange yeah. rind scar tissue. Oh, man. You know? Orange rind scar tissue. Yeah. Brad's yeah. got the cough. He's like, it's, it's, my allergies got real bad. Uh-oh. My wife got COVID and my allergies got really bad. No, it kicks in at <laughs> night, dude. That's how it always is. I get the same that shit. Me. It only kicks yeah. in at night. I got to go get, I have to go get a leave D and that'll mm-hmm. kick it. Like, it's just mm-hmm. fucking, my allergies get terrible. I had to start taking two uh, allergy pills. Fucking. Ugh. That's not good for you to, to always take like those. No, no, no. I, I, actually. No, I don't. Uh, no, I take a Claritin every single day. If I don't, I fucking my allergies. I die. Yeah. Like I would yeah. like it's like I for, I think I might have forgotten to take one. And now the backlash is coming on. Right. You know? So I don't know. Or I'm dying. I might have COVID. I could it, die. It'd be crazy if I died. That would, <laughs> that be, would be crazy. Fucking crazy, bro. Don't crazy. do that. Crazy. Go get tested know. again, please, sir. Nah, fuck it. <clears throat> Sit here and die. I mean, it's death is knocking on your doorstep. It's in the next room, bro. Like, could, you need to yeah, go get tested one more die. time. She could die. I don't know. We could do the show without her. <laughs> That's true. For, yeah. That's true. Daycare. Like, we well, my chip, son we apparently chip wants in to send, my, my son wants to send in for me, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have him so. and Maddox do a podcast. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it'd go anywhere. <laughs> That'd be funny questions. It'd be kids say the darndest things. I'm yeah, super curious true. where that conversation could go. Too. Yeah. Like Luke's very... just gonna have funny ass answers. Like I talked to him for a little while before we started yeah. the show. He's like, yeah, You he can might. see me in the microphone? Yeah. He just I wonder what my one sided conversation sounds like. 
you know, he's in here in the living room. Right. True. The dick chicken and, you know, Matthew Adams and, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what are you talking about in there? Yeah. Dick chicken. Dick, 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 dick. Yeah, that's how you say it. Dick cock. But, yeah. Dick cock. Anyway, uh, thank you, Matthew, and thank you for all the whiskey you've sent, and we appreciate it. And oh, we'll sure. hear more of his story in the coming weeks. Um, if you're on Reddit, go to our forward slash Sofa King podcast. If you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. And also, if you're not on the Discord server and you want to get on Discord, um, and, or you've been interested in what the fuck Discord is, and uh, this this would be a There's safe a lot place. going on on that, on that Discord, by Discord, the way. Yeah, really Discord, yeah, Discord's strange. Uh, I got onto Discord. In there and yeah, I got onto Discord, and I was kind of discombobulated, to be honest. Um, Takes a minute. Yeah, uh, but once you figure but it out, but if you know, you know, hard. you might already be on Discord and be like, "Oh no. fuck, there's a Discord," and then you're gonna just hop right in. So. Yeah, so um, yeah, so ask for that or or check for the link in the um, Facebook group, and um, yeah, get on that. So yeah, and if you're on all the other stuff, um, you know, go and like and follow and share. It really helps us out. We appreciate it. Uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. You have Sophie King, Brent, Sophie King, Dave. Also check out Elix Tech underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, and Podbelly. I'll be returning.